If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer or whatever device you have. You know, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you uh, so it can be heard on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I mean, a lot more. Mine is on there also. You know, I totally recommend it. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum, um, you know, listenership. Like, you don't have to have a minimum. Like, every time somebody click and play that thing, man, you're getting paid, man. I'm dead serious. I know that because that's why I'm talking to you right now. <laughs> it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. You know, um, and what I want you guys to do is go to uh, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor F. Anchor.fm to get started. You know, that's anchor.fm to get started. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey, and uh, I'm getting ready to start this show in a hot second. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, get that Anchor FM app and holler at your boy. You can call it magic, you can call it mystery, but you are going to call me. The Honorable DJ Mellow Monkey. And I know Joe was the one that started emo. Yeah. And I know T.I. started trap. Yeah. But who started... Yeah, I can't even say it. I can't even say too much. Right well, now. it's now not. I think about it. It's like now. There's like, so many genres when it comes to when, rap. When it comes to hip hop, you got like uh, you gotta say you got. I mean, you got the emo raps. You got uh, harmony raps. You got so like, but we never broke them down into sub genres until like now to recently. That's what I'm saying. Like, so I like, looked up all the sub genres. Uh, Jamie, there's so many that I can't keep up. I can't well, keep up, Jamie. Like, it's too much. Like, it has got... Hip-hop has gotten to the point where it's so complicated. Well, that's how rock and roll got. Rock and roll used to have, like... It was rock and roll, and then it was just... And then, you know, you had your typical shit. And then, all of a sudden, you got punk rock, heavy metal. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had all kinds of pop, light rock, classic rock. So, with hip-hop, hip-hop started off... And it was just hip hop. There you go. And then this is all the subgenres of rap. There's trap. Then you. This don't make sense to me. Look, trap, hip hop music, G funk, crunk, yeah, southern hip hop, mm-hmm. alternative hip hop, jazz rap, gangster rap, hardcore West Coast, uh, West Coast. No, wait, wait, that was wrong. It's gangster rap, hardcore. Then you got West Coast hip hop. Then you got pop rap. I don't know what this is. Cloud rap. Yeah. Then you got hyphy. I don't know what the fuck that is. Then you got trip hop, underground hip hop, country rap, drill, nerdcore, snap music, grind, hip life, new jack swing, mm-hmm. instrumental hip hop, yeah. and then crunk core. Yeah. What? What the fuck is this? But what's that? Look at look at this. You got crunk core and then you got crunk. What's the difference? Please explain. I, I, I'm not understanding. Bro, like, I don't get hip-hop no more. Well, I don't get it. It got 
well, to it's me, just it got like, so complicated. It's not real. There was not that many sub-genres in the beginning, though. Yeah, well, I know, because it, no, like rock said, and roll wasn't. Rap evolved. Rock and roll. evolved. Exactly. It, in, the, in the evolution. It evolved so much that I don't, I don't get it. Well, you have to, because if you get rock and roll, you get country, you get pop, you get all the other genres that's been out first. Like, I get, and I they get have, rock, because rock, they got soft rock, then you got metal, classic then rock. you get classic rock, then you got screamo, mm-hmm. then you Pump got rock. alternative rock, mm-hmm. then you got heavy metal, because there's metal and then there's mm-hmm. heavy metal. But see, the thing about that... All that shit didn't start out at the same time. Yeah, I know. And it, that's... But the thing is, with rock, those are the only ones. Did you not just hear me... No. Rock got just as many as that. We just named... We just named... We just named heavy metal. Classic rock. Soft rock. Dude, it's so many genres of rock. Classic rock musicians don't want to do rock no more. And, uh... And 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 the thing about uh, the thing about it is, it's just like hip hop has grown. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop is like almost. It's, it's actually hip hop is 40 years old now. You know what I'm saying? Like rock is no, 40 years older than to that. Celebrate 50 years. <laughs> yeah, 50 years or something like that. But you know, like the first rapper, I would say the first original rapper rapper would be like uh, Dolomite. You know, without you know, just because he did have background music, whatever. And then after that, you got nineteen. So you're telling me Dolomite started rap? I would say that, yeah, because see, this is how he didn't start rap. Uh, what's name started it? Now, um, 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 Cool Herc, Cool Herc actually started rap, but the popular. Now I'm gonna say who made rap popular. Who's 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 spitting bars? So Dolomite, I would say, was more of an influence to to uh to help us more like the genre. You know what I'm saying? Now Cool Herc them says, Cool Herc started it. You know what I'm saying? Like Cool. It says Sugar Hill Gang. Yeah. Well, Sugar Hill Gang was up in there. That was in '79. <clears throat> cool Herc them started rap. And rap got kind of mysterious origins because I can say this, uh, like how that the internet it just said cool, you know, um, not cool in the game, Sugar, Sugar Hill Gang started it. Well, and it said 1979. Well, Cool Herc had started it at his sister's birthday in August. Like he threw a party. And it was like, you know, he was half Jamaican and you had Latinos there and you had, you know, regular black folks. You know, they all had his sister's birthday party. That was the first hip-hop event. And then after that, it spawned off that. But it's guys like Dolomite. The reason why I mentioned Dolomite because the way he used to tell his riddles, it wasn't jokes and nothing like that. He'd get on stage, way down in the jungle deep. Badass line stepped on the scene. When he's saying all that stuff, that gets people like, oh, I like that shit. So by the time they started rapping, rapping, we we already kind of knew what was up. You know what I'm saying? Like, kind of like, yeah. And then you can even take it further back than that with influence because scat music. Scat was just hood shit. Back in the ghettos and the hoods, back in the days, it used to be scat. And Louis Armstrong and people like that, New Orleans. Yeah, that's that cigarette. 
Yeah, New Orleans and New York, they used to, um, New Orleans and New York, they used to uh, have scat music where you, you kind of spit. So where did, where did, um, did hip-hop originate from New York? That's what people say. New York. But I'm going to tell you, it's it's weird in the origins because you got, that's why I'm telling you this whole entire story. In the 1920s, they had something called scat music. Scat music was you play jazz and somebody, an MC, would get on the microphone and that's how they did it. And then they would throw lyrics in and they would take it out. It's been a hood thing all this time. So in the evolution of that, you get down to 1969, 1971, 72, then you got Cool Hurt come in. You know, first you got guys like Dolomite, you know, telling jokes like that on stage almost, you know what I'm saying, telling riddles. And then 79, uh, you know, 69, 70, 71, 72, then that's when Cool Hurt did his thing. And they made it official. And like 72, 73. You know what I'm saying? Up in them years. Up from 69 to 75, I would say that. That's when it was really being manufactured. About, by the time 1978 came. Now, we, now the internet just told us cool in the game, you know, was the first whatever, whatever. That's a lie. I'm telling the internet right now, it's a lie. We, we going. So, I'm telling the internet that's a lie. Because the reason why it's a lie is because Too Short came out with his first tape in 1978 and was selling it out of his trunk. So, how in the fuck the first rapper started... How did Curtis Blow have the first album when Too Short was selling tapes out of his trunk, spitting hip-hop? He was selling tapes to the drug... Too Short went around in 1978 to all of the drug dealers and made songs for that drug dealer. You know what I'm saying? He put the drug dealer name in the song. And then he go to that drug dealer on that block and say, hey, man, here go a tape. Then another drug dealer get, you know, like, oh, shit, you got to put my name in the song. So that's how he was getting his money. Drug dealers pay him to put, it, put their name in the song. And he go around selling tapes to all the hoods. That's 1978. Then you go way the fuck over to New York. Well, Cool uh, Herc had already did his thing in the early 70s. That's why I could say they already had this shit out. You know, now mainstream artists like Sugar Hill Gang, Curtis Blow, and, and people like that, they was dropping mainstream records at that time, and they could say that was the first shit, but it wasn't. So some people say, it, I, I watched a group of guys from New Jersey say they started it. Yeah. Because they was doing it in 1979. Then I seen the, the New York guys say they started it. But I know Cool Herc started it in the early 70s at his sister's birthday party. I know this. It's in the Hip Hop Museum. That's in New York. That's in Harlem right now. You know what I mean? So we could go all day. So I say, I always say Cool Herc because nobody ever mentions 1970 before 1975. Nobody ever mentioned hip-hop then. They always started like 78, 79, 80, yeah, something like that. That's when they start saying it. So like, I give it to Cool Hurt because it was way back then before it happened. These niggas was even old enough to be out of elementary school. You know what I mean? And he was the first one doing that shit. He was making break beats. He was... 
He was taking break beats and 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 and, and chopping them up. Uh, my professor that I went to college, Alan Shanklock, yeah. he had a song called The Mexican. It was one it's one of the most sampled songs in hip hop history. Outside of James Brown, Day Beats made hip hop. Right. James Brown, who hurt took James Brown records and, and caught the break beat but in I them. know who Cool Hurt is, but mm-hmm. I, I didn't know who came out that's during that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool Hurt started all that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the, the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey residing with you motherfuckers this morning. How y'all doing? And this is the edition of Hip Hop Genres. The origins, the confusion, the illusion, the amusing hip hop. <laughs> well, and shout out to Swisher Sweets because uh, they are the best cigar in town. We, uh, we don't sell Swisher Sweets, we smoke them. Swisher sells Swisher, so why don't you, before you put your herb in anything else, go put your herb in a Swisher Sweet. Okay. Today we will be talking about hip hop, its origins, who started what, and I'd rather y'all uh, call in and place, uh, and, and, and leave comments, you know. Even at the bottom of the show in the uh, thing, you know, leave comments. Uh, and if you would like to donate, just go to Spotify or anywhere that they have uh, the show at. And uh, you can donate to us uh, easily just by hitting the donation button and uh, giving a donation of anything. All right. Well, back to um, what we were saying. It's, it's kind of up in the air on who actually started it. So, like, it's so it's not that up in the air because I know the evolution of music. And when it comes to underground music, it's always a guy who never made it that actually started the shit. You know what I'm saying? The, the originators. Just like when um, we was watching Dolomite. Dolomite was telling corny-ass jokes, and then he but went, he right. then he seen a hood nigga. And then he went to that hood nigga and then got them jump, got his routine and then brought it to the main screen and then he became Dolomite. You know what I'm saying? He got his style from a nigga who never made it. That nigga never made it. You know what I'm saying? Like that the, the dude Dolomite got his whole style from, he never made it. And that's just like everybody. Yeah, he was a homeless dude, drank wine, you know. But see, that's how that's how a lot of stuff happens. You know, it's always a guy in the hood somewhere who start the shit, and then somebody, yeah, he probably a heroin addict or something. You know, we just take it and then we take him his, his legacy to to the highest level, and that's pretty much at the end of the day with hip hop because uh, Cool Herc is not more popular than the artist that's out now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, so shit evolved. Okay, so when it get to genres. So we had regular hip hop come out, and it was just hip hop. Then, when the West Coast got it, it became rap, and and down south, it became rap. You know, and that's the '80s. Now you got to think, when it became rap, it's it was the '80s when it became rap because then the Ghetto Boys, Scarface, and all the niggas started rapping in the '80s. You know what I'm saying? I first heard my Scarface, first Scarface album in like what, 88, 89 or something like that. I was like fourth, fifth grade, fourth, fifth grade. And I was in the fourth grade when E-40 dropped his first album. 
I just, I just, I just gave a shout out to E40 the other day because of that. Yeah, we talking about how E40 and Drake better than yeah Andre. Yeah, when I say yeah, he's better. Uh, he's better than Andre because because he, he got more work. Yeah, the man dropped the first album when I was in the fourth grade. He dropped the album last year before I turned thirty nine. You know what I mean? So. God damn, like My his consistency still and his man. albums from from beginning to now, his albums, he already he got his own dictionary. He got his own like style. He went through times that nobody liked that style to everybody loved that style to now he already got the hottest, most influential style out there. Yeah. But he got the most uh, influential style out there. All right, back on genres. Okay, you had hip hop, and then you had rap, yep. and then after rap, that's when you started getting different titles. But you didn't. But you only had hip hop and rap all the way up into around the Joe Button time. Like I say, like 1997, 1998, you had. Uh, I think he came out in 97. Yeah, you had uh, emo rap. Uh, when Onyx came out, they had the scream rap. That's 1992, 93. You know what I mean? And then Bone Thugs, that's 1993. That's Harmony. That's Harmony. So, like, you know what I mean? And then, you know, the evolution of it. But all of these genres was made primarily in the 90s. You know what I mean? Like, before 2000. The 90s is when all the other sub-genres started to come. Yeah, it's the golden age of hip-hop. Like, in in rock and roll, in in the... Late 60s and the 70s was the golden age of, you know what I'm saying, rock and roll. You know what I mean? And our golden age of hip-hop was the 90s. And that's when all these different genres came out. Because back then, to see the difference. And now, you could drop an album and sound exactly like... like I'm looking at Aesop Rocky. Uh, oh, yeah, I see. Aesop Rocky. I could drop an album right now and sound just like Aesop Rocky. Yeah. And, and, and 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 nobody says nothing. See, in the '90s, if you sounded like anybody, they would shun your ass off the stage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. And then to go to emo rap, right? Yeah. Emo rap. Let's get the emo rap. I, I'll get down. I I even make an argument with myself. Yeah. Because of what you just showed me. Yeah. Okay. Juice came out. In 1991 or something like that. I don't know, 1989. I mean, 1991, 92. Juice came out with Tupac in it, right? That soundtrack was uh, all fucking um, Public Enemy. And Public Enemy was dope. But then you had this guy named Be Real and then the rest of the niggas from Cypress Hill. So when you listen to emo rap, it could be Cypress Hill was the fathers of emo rap. Or scream rap. <laughs> or you could give it to Onyx. You know what I mean? So, uh. What the hell? She said she racist. Well. Oh, but, right, well. Anyway, uh. Shit. Um. Who started shouting rap? For one. Shouting rap, uh. Yeah. Who started shouting rap? Uh, I'd say uh, Onyx with sticky fingers and all them. And then 
I gotta give it to not just Onyx, I would say Onyx and Cypress Hill. Because if you listen back uh, to their music, they was the only ones doing that. And then if you listen to the shout rap now, mm-hmm. you see that it evolved off of that. DMA, CCP. Yeah. And you got these new niggas like Villa Kami, yeah. Takashi. Yeah, and so you got you got Cypress Hill and Onyx. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you get DMX shouting and screaming and shit. And then you get ICP. And, and then, yeah, and ICP in, in, in the middle of all of that. Yep. Because for real, be, between Onyx and DMX, you know what I'm saying, that, that's when you get ICP. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying, they came out and they was primarily, they genre was metal or like punk rock. Yeah. For real. It was punk rock. And, punk and, rock, rock. And then, uh, so you got them guys. And then after DMX, you got Tech Nine. And then after Tech Nine, you got everybody. You know everybody. what I'm saying? You got everybody, everybody in their fucking mama doing it. Doing that shit. Yeah. And so you get all the way up to, you know, the, 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 you know, just just the people who's doing it. I mean, after Tech Nine, I would say you know it's just it was it's just a popular thing to do if you did it. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't be so unfamiliar if you did it. You know, all right, emo rap. It goes from uh, you could say you could say Cypress Hill sorta of, because they had the beats wise. Yeah. But then you get the Joe Button. Joe Button. See, they had the beats, but they had like the actual. Yeah. Right, the lyrics, right. That's why I would say they were more shouting because when they rap, they did, they screamed to the top of their lungs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's, that's yeah. ICP, right. they screamed to the top of their lungs. DMX screamed to the top of his lungs. Onyx screamed, you know. Yeah. So then you get Eminem uh, on, on the emo dip. You get, uh, you get Joe, Eminem, and those type of guys, you know. Then after that, yeah, you get... You would get no. I, I would. I would put Kid Cudi before Kanye. Yeah, definitely. Because Kid, Kid yeah. Cudi Kid is Cudi, the reason. Yo, Kid Cudi is the reason yeah. why these new niggas is yeah. out. Yeah, he Kid. He's the Kid Cudi is the reason why Kanye West blew up yep. like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I don't. Not now Kanye West's other side, like Jesus Walks tracks and stuff like that. That come from. Um. That come from. Um. Shit, I forgot that guy's name. Consequence. Consequence. That was Kanye's other side when he wanted to spit, mm-hmm. so he went to Consequence. But before that, you know what I'm saying? Like on the emo tip, it comes from Kid Cudi. All of that, all of that shit, come from Kid Cudi. You know what I mean? And uh, and then you evolved off of that. And after Kid Cudi, you got a million people. Yep. It's like the we we just saying it all the way up to the point to where when the shit went viral I, I would say basically went viral and everybody started yeah, wanting to do it it went viral when Kid yeah. Cudi came out but the father of all that is Joe Joe yeah Joe started that shit like cause his albums was like that he was talking about depressing ass shit and da 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 and we didn't get it and it was video game music you know what I mean so like we didn't really get it like that back then because you had because so niggas many, wasn't listening yeah, there was mostly was, People were listening to that gangster shit. Yeah, like we sold crack. So like if you, yeah. you know, we wanted to hear some shit to help us sell this crack. You feel me? Like, <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? We didn't, we didn't want no emo shit. We wasn't sitting in the house playing. Like, it was mostly know? like, I like it was mostly kids that were not from the hood. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, 
as, as time changed, people get sick of the same music. So, like, that's how the other genres got popular. Now, when it comes to trap, go all the way back. Uh, T.I. is the first guy to start trap. To start trap. Because in his music, he would say, this is trap music. Period. Like, nobody said that before him. The only person who ever said the word trap, as in, you know, speaking of the same thing, the trap, the cul-de-sac, or whatever, yeah. was Andre. Was was Andre Ubik, well, one of them. He said, trap, in that song, uh, I forgot, it's on the Quimini, but he said, trap, trap, and he was talking about that's how life was. But that was just a word. That didn't start that genre. That, yeah. When T.I. came out, T.I. was literally talking about selling dope music. You know what I'm saying? I'm trap music. Trap as in, nigga, I'm going to be here forever. You know, just got me trapped. So after him, then you got everybody else coming out. You know, Jeezy, Gucci, all of them. And Jeezy even before Gucci. Yep. Because when Jeezy came out, I know Gucci didn't get popular until a couple years after that. I mean, in Atlanta, maybe on the streets, they was all came out at the same time. But when I say the world heard trap music, like at, at its highest level is when Jeezy came out. Yeah. Because Motivation 101, literally in the trap genre, uh, in the hip hop, is one of the best albums ever. From the front to back, Jeezy bodied that I album. Oh, that, nigga. that damn album hard. when that album came out everybody's life changed forever like we never listen to hip hop the same no more after Young Jeezy came out that's why I always get Jeezy as props that nigga was fucking that motivation one on one you can put that shit on go to the gym and feel like you about to you'll rob your bitch you know so like and then after that then you had Gucci and then Gucci started putting so many people on cause he had so much love for niggas Ooh. yeah to where like that's you know and that was that was that and then you got uh you know and and shit just evolved off of being that you know shit just started evolving you know like you know you just can't stop the evolution of uh you can't because hip-hop is not gonna stop evolving i'm gonna no, tell y'all that right no and now, then that shit gonna and then the thing about it people start new genres and new things, and then they'll call it something. That's why genre start because yeah. just say you start rapping, but then you rap over these type of beats and shit like that, and nobody ain't fucking with it. But it's just something that you say. Well, I'm gonna make this my niche because I don't want to sound like everybody else, and that starts a genre. And that's how all these extra genres started trying to be different because in hip hop, like I say, back in the days, from 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 the time it started to to like you know 2000 you couldn't sound like nobody else that just it just it just man niggas would smack your ass like niggas would beat you up for sounding like them they'd laugh you off the stage for sounding like somebody else it was really an embarrassing thing 2000 came jay-z's the dmx's now you did have people clone you had people like when when, when dmx come out you had you had you had a million niggas trying to sound like tupac at the time so like DMX would get crossed up into that. You sound like Pac a little bit. You know, Pac had just died. So like after Pac died, you had a lot of West Coast niggas sounding like Tupac. That's when you started getting clones. After Pac died, you started getting clones out the ass. Cause everybody from 1996 to all of a sudden everybody wanted to start rapping. From 1996 to 1999, everybody they made me sound like Tupac. Then that became a trend, sounding like other niggas to get on. So then you get Jay Hard Knock Life come out after Eminem come out. 
Everybody wanted to rap like Eminem and Jay-Z. And then after that, it just went viral. Every big rapper that come out, a million rappers are trying to rap like them and get on. You know what I mean? So that became a trend to where now it's just slap ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just slap ridiculous on people sounding like other people. You know what I mean? And that's why I got to applaud Nicki Minaj because, you know, they got the Nicki, when they had the Nicki and Kim beef thing going on, Kim did her thing, but she was a bars rapper, like a, just a bars, like she was almost damn near like Remy Ma, she was more like Remy, you know, like she, she could spit spit, but when Nicki came out, she had the same, um, yeah, the raunchy look and shit, and then, but her bars was Lil Wayne's bars, you know what I'm saying, like, you know, and Lil Wayne, uh, Lil Wayne went hard, and then people took the T-Pain thing, uh, uh, I wouldn't even say Wayne started it, uh, what really started the, 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 uh, the auto-tune rap, like, go, making that go viral, because T-Pain was rapping, he was singing. Yeah, he was singing. You know what I'm saying? And he get that, the originator of that is Roger and Zap. That's 70s shit, you know what I'm saying? So T-Pain started that, and that lasted for a long time. Then Snoop Dogg dropped a major video. Not on Underground, I'm talking about the major shit where everybody know what it is. T, t- uh, 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 that shit, Snoop Dogg dropped, uh, Sensual Seduction, that That's shit. So when he dropped that, doing auto-tune, everybody else, then you got Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne did a million songs, and then all of a sudden, it was T-Wayne. T-Pain and Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? And they ran about five straight years, like hardcore. And then after that, everybody was like, oh, I got to use this auto-tune. You know, they just bit that style. And then you got, uh, you know, 2009, 2010, 2011, shit like that, you know, around them times. Then you got Futures coming out. I say, I think 2011, 2012, Future came out. And body rappers stand on future. Yeah. Sure. And, and the future came out using the auto-tune. But it was a lot of niggas like so many niggas sucked at it and they was all doing it. Even like how now they still doing it. But future bodied auto-tune. He took that shit and made it he stuck to his style with it and it worked. So everybody else was like, ooh, I wanna do that. You know what I'm saying? But nah. You can't, they ain't doing the future. They just, it's just a lot of clones. You know what I'm saying? Just doing that. But future is, you know, he was the part evolution of it. He took it to another level. After future, Young Thug took it to another level. You know what I mean? Young Thug literally took future and Lil Wayne's shit and just became, you know, if you put the future and Lil Wayne had a baby, it'd be Young Thug. Yeah. So, uh, so like, and 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 then and that's like I say, like nobody can come out here and, and try to sound like Thugger. I heard a lot of people trying to sound like Thugger, but at the same time, Thugger. Yeah, there's a lot of artists. Thugger, Thugger got a style. He he took. I ain't saying he took it literally. I ain't saying that's what he was. His thought process was. But if I had to guess, I would say if you put Lil Wayne and Future together, then you would get a young Thug. And then when he came out. He had his own shit. Like, he took it to the next level. You know what I mean? And right now, I think he still, to me, he still hold that crown. Like, he still hold that. 
You know what I mean? Until the next person take it to the next level. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he still hold that. The future's getting older. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. but I would say Thugger, right now, if Thug dropped the album today, it do what it do because nobody can still do what he does better than him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Can't nobody still do that. You know what I'm saying? Better than him. So he holds the, the crown to that for me. Okay, now let me ask you this. What do you call Young Thug's rap? Auto tune rap. Okay. All right, I tell. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what. So, what do you think of the term mumble rap? Mumble rap, mumble rap is literally some. It's a it's a term to try to belittle the next person. That it ain't a such thing as mumble rap. That's just to to belittle somebody. People say mumble rap because they they just say it because they're trying to belittle somebody. That nigga ain't mumbling like he. He literally wrapped his lyrics out, and it was so fucking cold. The guys who, the guys who live for battle rap and live for, live like their life back in the '90s still, and still want everybody to have baggy jeans and shit. That's who come up with the term mumble rap, which I don't know one mumble rapper. I don't know who's mumbling because literally, it's some tracks that. uh I mean, if I had to create a mumble rap genre, I would say you could get Kodak. Now, that's the people from mumble rap. If you want to give it a genre, I say it's the rappers from 2015 on up. You know what I mean? Because nobody who, I mean, I don't know who who did, who even got called that before that. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. That's not true. That's yeah. not true. I'm going to say... 2010 because that's when Uzi, Trippy, and okay, 2010 when they came out. Okay, because they started saying that was one. Yeah. Well, then that well then whenever they came out, that's when it happened because Uzi Vert was probably one of the first ones tagged as a mumble rapper. I was I was more thinking of Kodak Black, but then I'm gonna be honest. Uh, If if you yeah, but if you listen to him. I wouldn't listen to motherfuckers. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> I'm just letting you yeah. know. When but they came but out. whenever they came out, that's when that's when people started using that term. Now, as for mumble rap, mumble rap literally means you mumbling and I don't know what you're saying at all. Okay, Uzi has never rapped like that ever in his whole career. He's just a fast rapper who don't say nothing when he rapping. He rap fast. His delivery's good, but if you break down the contents of what he's saying, it's nothing. He's saying, yeah, I know. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not dissing the guy because he like, apparently got damn millions of people got damn fuck with that shit. There's a couple y'all songs. Need, I, that word from that nigga. Yeah, it's, it's a couple songs that I fuck with. And it was a couple. I mean, when I met him at the, um, at the damn show, he, I mean, I, I like it, you know? So, so like that was a, that was, that was just a thing, but it ain't a such thing as mumble rap, man. Cause I mean, like literally all these guys, except with the exception of Kodak Black, I know exactly what they saying. Like easily more than, you know, like if you want to say, uh, Uzi or them, they mumble rap, then you got to say Bone Thugs is the first mumble rappers. Twister is the first mumble rapper because yeah. you don't know what they say. You have to, if you can, you're a bad motherfucker. If you can listen to a, a Speed Dot Mobsters or a Twister or a Bone Thugs and Harmony album and say you le- heard it the first time and know what they're saying, that's a goddamn lie. You definitely got to rewind it. Busy Bone, you don't know what the motherfucker saying. Busy Bone be 
Busy Bone body, he bodies track so hard, but guess what? It's going to take you at least five or ten times listening to his verse to know what he's saying. Right. That because he's... Did you do... I'm going to be honest. like, how? I heard him rap. Yeah. Um, the first verse of um, Tupac, Pac, uh, Thug, Thugs, and, uh, I don't know, I forgot the name of their song, but when Tupac featured on Bone album, um, that first verse, when Busy, I mean, he bodied the fucking shit out of that. You know, it wasn't until recently I finished you know, learning his entire verse. That's 20 some years. It took me 20 something years to know what the fuck he's fully saying. If I go back, I mean, I listen to these albums all of my high school career, all of my college, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like, I'm just, I was just listening to Thug Love the other night, and I was like, oh, all I knew that he was saying was, I'm getting ready for Armageddon. You know, the, the first part where he started off slow, and then after that, he just started, and then Crazy Bone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just, those are the first mumble rappers. If anybody a mumble rapper, because I take mumble rappers, I don't know what they're saying. Right. I got to rewind it and listen to what they're saying a hundred times. Versus if I listen to a Jay-Z verse, I know what he's saying. I can learn his verse, like, faster because he's talking like I'm talking right now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, like, if it was any mumble rappers, it would be the best, you know, them groups, Bone Thugs and all of them. Uh, Migos got tagged mumble rappers. I think that's where... Who, who everybody tried to tag in the mumble rap because they was mad. But if you listen to Migos shit, it's just like Bone Thugs shit. It's just an evolution of Bone Thugs and 3-6 Mafia. If you could make 3-6 Mafia and Bone Thugs have a baby, it would be the Migos. You know what I mean? And for real, yeah, you're going to have to listen to their shit over. They rapping fast, but if you break down their lyrical content, you can't fuck with that shit. That's why, like, some people, they try to diss the Migos, but listen to this. They got... Them lyrics, now they hooks are sort of elementary because in songwriting you have to do that to the public because hell, fans don't want to hear no technical shit they got to break down. They want bad and bougie. Niggas are savage ruthless. That's all we want, man. We don't want all that goddamn lyrical, miracle ass shit. You know what I'm saying? But when they, the contents of they rap, when they start rapping, if a nigga can handle, like they can't handle them niggas like that. Because those are top-notch lyricists. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people can argue with that, but Migos are top-notch lyricists. Ain't mumble rappers. A lot of, like, 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 with Uzi, he was just rapping so fast and shit like that. Niggas, you just old, motherfucker. You need to tune your ears up. Right. Because you can clearly hear what he's saying. It's just you got to have to rewind his verse about three times to learn it. <laughs> You're not going to learn it. Listen to it one or two times and be like, yeah. I know exactly what he's saying. No, he ain't rapping slow. That nigga rapping fast and he's spitting so many different, you know, ways. It's crazy, you know. Then you got Boom Bap. Okay, Boom Bap. Boom Bap is what the evolution of the original hip-hop. Boom Bap, I'd say it started out with Rakim. Rakim and them niggas. Rakim, like, just rapper rappers. Noriega. You know what I'm saying? Capone, Noriega, CNN albums, Smith and Weston. Like, it's just them niggas came up and they were what you spit on those type of beat. Nas, father of Boom Bap, I'd say. I, even over Rakim. I know Rakim, Rakim is probably the number one MC of all. Damn. 
Yeah, Rakim is probably number one MC of all time. I'd say that because nobody even he shit. He was the man. Like nobody, he was like he was born in the 2000s, and he went back then and started rapping because that's how dope he was, you know. And Kooji rap too, but that's another topic. Uh, but Rakim mainstream. Then Nas came out. That's that's the father of that boom bap type sound. Then you had Biggie come out. Then you know what I'm saying like, you know, I I don't know. I want to say shit. Biggie and Nas, I put them both together, but they had them boom bap things going on. Uh, and then when you get to the good boom bap music, you had Capone Noriega. You had like you know Smith and Weston, like I say, like you had a lot of groups that I can't name because I forgot over the time. You know what I'm saying? But and now who you got continuing boom bap? And that's the best on the planet at Boom Bap right now. It's Westside Gun yeah. and all them Griselda niggas. Griselda Records. All Griselda of, Records, period. Them niggas will tear your ass up when it comes to rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you want some rapping ass niggas on them goddamn soulful samples and shit like that, you got to give it to them. Because, and, and, they, and they made it popular again. You know what I'm saying? They made it, they, they knew how to brand that shit. They, they made it popping again. So, uh, and then you got those niggas who do boom bap, you know what I'm saying? Your Heem Stogies and the million niggas that's, you know what I'm saying? That, million yeah, niggas, there's so many niggas that's, doing, boom that's doing boom bap. And boom bap is good because people get sick of listening to all, just all this complicated ass music, you know what I mean? Like, that, I don't know what the, this genre is, I don't know what this is. You know that's rap. You know that's rap. When you hear that dope ass sample in that fucking break beat, you like, oh, this is some good hip hop. No, smoke you a blunt to that shit and just feel good. Now, uh, who was killing it before Westside Gun and Griselda them? Ghostface Killer. Yeah, Ghost, of course. <sighs> that's my that's my guy. That's <laughs> right? the ghost. That's, yeah. That's the ghost. Ghostface, Raekwon, uh, all of Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Jizza. You know what I'm saying? I could just name niggas out of the Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? Method Man. Method Man was the number one. Like if you if you take that this if you take this thing back to 1998, it was no MC on the planet could fuck with Method Man. He he died out due to time. Time like just passed him by. You know what I'm saying? Everybody started doing tools and stuff. And the thing about hip hop is, like after you done came out with your style, you underground. You have been working on this style for so long. Then you go mainstream. Then you get a new, other artist to start sounding like you. Then all of a sudden, your time is over. Then, who coming out with that new shit, that's what everybody's looking for. That's what happened to Method Man. Method Man is fucking crazy, though. We, we, we Like how we like Jay-Z now, back in the 90s, we like Method Man like that. Like nobody, it was like, nigga, Meth number one, nigga. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll be like, rock him number one, then Meth number two. You know what I'm Red saying? Man, we would say that. Red Man, yeah. Nobody, like, nobody. you know. Like to be honest, in hip hop, in hip hop for real, Redman is probably all around the best MC I that know. we've seen ever. Because Redman started off as a DJ, mm-hmm. and then making beats. Wow! And then after that, he just became a rapper. And then you know what I'm saying? And then if you look at Redman, Redman is one of the only. He is the only artist that I know. You can name, you know, people name Andre 3000, Eminem's, and all of these, but Eminem can't get on the track talking about selling crack. Red man can. 
M, uh, Andre 3000 can't get on the track talking about selling crack and doing other things and killing people. Yeah. Red Man can. You know what I mean? Like, Red Man can rap with Christina Aguilera. He could rap with Scarface. He could rap with anybody who do rap. Period. Embody it, and you love his verse. The only thing happened is he just got older and started doing other shit. Otherwise, he'd still like if Red Man dropped right now. Like if you go listen to any Red Man album, if you want to, if you want to introduce somebody to hip hop, I wouldn't even go to Wu Tang. I give them a Red Man album because I give them all the Red Man albums if they want to know the evolution of hip hop. Because Red Man got a track for everything. Like he did, he did all the tracks. Like it, it wasn't none he didn't body. He bodied all of them. When it came to being super lyrical, battle rap, he he bodied all of that. He he, he passed all of his rap tests. You know what I'm saying? Every rap test there there is to have. Red Man is the only MC that I can name all around fully. That's why he's that's why Eminem think Red Man is number one. And if that's Eminem's number one, it's my number one. Cause look how good that song bitch is. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, you can't fucking not. M, you know. M is yeah. that motherfucker. And then with Eminem, it's popular now to uh, disrespect your parents. I say that. Right now, is in, in this t- day and age, it's popular to disrespect your parents. And the reason why I say that is because Eminem put in the work. He went from being regular ass white boy in the trailer park, hanging with niggas, to getting in about just think of being a white dude and mm-hmm. uh, uh, 99% genre of black people and you traveling around battle rapping people and you bodying them yep. you bodying them and you're not saying the n-word you're not acting black you're not doing nothing you're just creating us you just rapping my nigga so he he, he he earned his stripes so like throughout the years you know, we got this generation now to where they feel like, oh, I could just say anything to Eminem. No, you can't. What, nigga? What? You can't. I don't give a fuck who you is. That's like even um with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. I like I, that. He cool. Like, don't get me wrong. I fuck with Machine yeah, Gun Kelly. I do too, but Love he's wrong. But wrong it's just the, it's the parents thing. People think it's it, matter of fact, it gets you more clicks. It just gets you more clicks, which I want at the wrong nigga. Because yeah, he, 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 he can help, he can help you. He can help more than he can. You know what I'm saying? More than he can hurt. Yeah. He can help him more than he can hurt. Yeah, it's like I'd rather Eminem helping me and on my side hell than me yeah. trying to diss. Why would you want one of the hardest yeah. MCs? Out, yeah, like, and then and then you got to think about that's when it goes back to being a culture vulture. Why are you destroying the culture? Yeah, he been a even even with Lord Jamar. See, Lord 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 Jamar came out with Brand Nubian. Brand Nubian is that that is the soul of hip hop. Like the soul, they was putting the soul in that shit. That's when you get your boom baps and you get your soul music in hip hop. Your neo soul and 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 how people really feel. Lord Jamar is a great producer. He's great, mm-hmm. but by him talking about Eminem and he's just. Finding finding shit to say because he know he's dead ass wrong. Right. Eminem ain't no cracker ass cracker. You know what I'm saying? He's a white guy. That's when you gotta throw racism out the fucking door because hip hop didn't start being racist. Hip hop is not racist. It started with all types of people. You know what I mean? It started 
its own thing with everybody. Not nobody excluded out of hip-hop. People ain't excluded out of hip-hop. So by them going against Eminem, by him being one of the greats, you're killing the genre. You're going against the genre of hip-hop. You're not, you're not really hurting Eminem. That man, so Eminem, so goddamn rich. Man, ain't none of these rappers. And and, and outside of the money part, if I don't even want to mention the money part, accolades. That nigga would eat. Just, just accolades, just accolades. Eminem sold more albums than any nigga. Eminem, Eminem, he's he's done. He's got more awards. He he's put in the work. So, so when you diss Eminem, you dissing hip hop. Because Eminem came in the game and the way he was spitting changed the way people Spit rapped. Down. Yeah. People would still be rapping the old boom bap pattern. Yep. See, that's like I'm talking about uh, Method. Yeah. And Method Man. See, Method Man, he bodied boom bap. Like, that was his so shit. That was his, that was his, that was his yeah. element. That was his element. But after Eminem came out, I'd say Redman could keep going because because Redman could flip on that silly Eminem level. You know what I'm saying? Still so, but Method Man kind of fizzled out because he was hardcore. He couldn't really flip on that other shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he was more of a boom bapper and people was like, they wanted, nowadays everybody want to talk like they got something to say, but then that's what they wanted. So everybody started, they, everybody's flow changed. Everybody started rapping like that. Redman was the only nigga who could really stand the test of time with that. Jay-Z was the only nigga who could stand the test of time with that. That's why, that, like, when people say, you know, if Biggie would have died, Biggie would have fizzled out. You know what I'm saying? Biggie and Method Man was like, neck and neck, who's the best MC in New York? Biggie and Method Man. Mm-hmm. They would have died at the same time. Their careers would have been over. Jay-Z still would have been Jay-Z. You know, Eminem would have been the Eminem, you know what I'm saying? The only person who would have probably lasted was Pun. Because Pun rap, he didn't give a... Matter of fact, Pun had all the Latino community. That, that was his. You, you know what I'm saying? That was his. You know what I'm saying? Look how good Fat Joe ended up doing. That was... That's Pun them little brothers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ended up doing good because Pun was they big bro. And he... And if you was Latino, you knew who the... Who the leader of that rap shit was? Mm-hmm. Pun. And Pun would body any nigga. Mm-hmm. You don't want to get on the track with Pun. Pun was. You gonna get eight. So, when it comes to that part of it, you know, and we're gonna kind of get off subject, yeah. Pun's little sister is Remy Ma. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, when that little beef and all that shit was going, I didn't want to see it because I like Nikki, but I know when, 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 when Pun was living, Remy Ma was that bitch. If Remy Ma didn't go to jail, she had years. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Remy Ma was like, she was barred up. She was spitting that shit. Pun had, you know, Terror Squad was on. And then Pun died and all that shit kind of broke off. But she kept it real. She went to jail. And all that stuff. Yeah, it went. And see, the thing about Fat Joe, he's been more of a businessman this whole time. Even if Fat Joe hear this show right now, he know, and I gotta say it, he wouldn't, he wouldn't never a good lyricist or none of that stuff. He had the raps and he rapped and he was great in business. You know, putting the name out, keeping the legacy going. But when Pun was living, Pun was the father of all that. You know, Pun was the, Pun was the goddamn man. Cuban Link could eat most niggas up. Immortal Technique. A lot of people don't even know who Immortal Technique is, but he's one of the greatest, you know, when it comes to that rap, man. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's a lot of people 
that uh, these people these days spawn off of and they don't get no credit. They don't get no fucking credit for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's, and it's sad. Uh, just like, what, what's that guy's name? Uh, you talking about screen rap? Zilla Common. To be honest, I heard his name one time from, I mean, I heard his name one time a while back and I didn't give a fuck. I'm going to be honest, I ain't give a fuck. I'm not saying the guy's bad or good. Or nothing. I don't know who the fuck he is, bro. <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, like back when we was talking about he started, he didn't start shit. He started his own career and that's it. Because what he's doing has been done. It's been done so much to where a hundred artists could have came out before him. Right. You know what I'm saying? To where it's, Shit, they're doing it so much now, don't nobody want to listen to By the time he started, by the time this guy, Zillicami, or whoever it is, however you pronounce the name, by the time he started, it was already old. You know what I'm saying? That scream rap was already old. Mm-hmm. And if he did... and and just trying to bring it back. And, 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 you know, he's not even popular enough to, to, to say that he's even a factor in scream rap. I'm just being honest because I don't see the awards. I don't see the viral videos. I don't see... He's not in my face. I've been in hip-hop for a long fucking time. And this guy has never been in my face like... Damn, I can't deny hearing his music. Right. I couldn't, ain't nothing I can do to not know Takashi 69. Like, no matter what, if I didn't listen to his music, if I didn't even listen to rap music, guess what? Eventually, I heard who Takashi 69 was. Eventually, I heard who Future was. Eventually, I heard who X was. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't deny this shit. You playing a video game, you playing old 2K or something, X is gonna pop up on that bitch. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Like, those guys are undeniable. So when it comes to a guy like something like that, a Zillicami or somebody like that, who is this guy? It's like, you know, like, he's good. Like, I seen he had 168,000, something like that. 100,000 views. That's cool, but you can buy that. Because I don't know 10 people who even know him. I don't even. Shit, I ain't even know You could, existed. like, literally, go to Lennox Mall, go to high school, go to anywhere. You grab 10 random ass people. You go, yeah, you go, yeah, go to fucking, yeah, go to JR Crickets. <laughs> fucking South Cobb, halftime JR Crickets. Go grab 10 regular random ass people. Line them up and tell them all, say one Zillicami album. We don't, they don't know. Don't nobody know a fucking Zillicami They don't know him, so that's what I'm saying. So at the end of the day, He's not even. He's not relevant. He's the. He ain't valid. He's the. Yeah, he's not even relevant to 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 to. Takashi more valid than he is. Yes, because goddamn, I know who Takashi is. Shit, that nigga got so many platinum. It's people. It's five year olds who know who Takashi is, and they never heard his music. Right. You know, little Tiger just told his mama the other day, "You Takashi six nine me." But at the same time, it's his talent that that got him that popular. If you ain't that popular, that's just like Joe Budden. I say he's the father of emo rap, but at the same time, we know who Joe Budden is. Mm-hmm. We we know who he is. Whether we listen to his music or not, we know who he is because and and if you follow his music, then you'll know what he does. And hip hop heads know what he do. But you know these guys right here, he, he, he's just the 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 father the father of his own career. That's it. That's the only thing he's the father of. 
outside of that, like, we could, we ain't, I'm not gonna argue to, I'm blue in the face. I, it's just shit. You get 10 hip hop heads and let them be the judge. They'll laugh that guy off the stage because they don't, no, no. <laughs> when you got guys like Tech Nine, you got Denzel Curry that's before that. You got, you know, you got all of those guys. Like, not, I, I'm just naming Denzel Curry. He's relatively new to me. You know what I'm saying? He's relatively new. Like, I'm talking about in the past 10 years, new. So, like, these guys have made a name and they got followers and they got clones. This guy ain't got no clones because I ain't never heard no artist influenced by him. I don't, you can't even look up on the internet and find one artist who says they, they're influenced by him. They started rapping because of him, unless they his homeboy. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, 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 outside of that, shit, it ain't nothing, bro. Like, it's just obvious. And, and I'm stating the obvious, not no shit that we can't find out. We got the whole internet right here, and we got actual people, and I'm a whole fucking DJ. I'm a whole fucking music producer. I don't know his sound. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying I don't, I can't just listen to his music and stuff, but that's not his sound. Nope. He got that sound from other niggas who did it before him. Therefore, like, if I was going for that core sound, if I was making a tight beat beat to post on YouTube, then I wouldn't go to his record. I would go to who started that genre's record, and then I would make the beat off of that. You know what I'm saying? Because... He's not the father of anything, you know. So, anyway, that's hip hop genres, ladies and gentlemen. You know, that's just me talking. Shit, uh, I want y'all to go check out this guy, uh, Zilla Comedy, and y'all like his music and uh, X and all of these guys. And go just check out a lot of music, man. And y'all stay up on your hip hop shit. We got an incredible genre and. It's going to keep getting better and bigger and better and bigger. But always know where this shit come from, man. It's hip-hop. It's surface-level information. It ain't like it's some weird secret or nothing like that. It's hip-hop. And if it ain't obvious, then it ain't it. You know? You can dig and have all of these stories, but I'm telling you what. This is how I judge hip-hop. If I can line up 10 people and they know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about, that's what it is. You know? You got to... And if you can't do a trail... And find out, you know, where the shit come from. I mean, you got to be able to do a trail. You can't start a, a hip-hop conversation without knowing your history. You got to know your history. Because it's real people out here, like myself, who know hip-hop. Who's lived through this thing for a long time. And will fact-check your ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey. Talking with Raya X on his radio show this morning. And uh, we out, man. Uh, check out our other segments that's uh, coming out. This is season three. And we will have new shows coming up. And uh, also visit jamiematthews.vip. And make sure you cop um, Cocaine Mummies and Cocaine Mummies 2 and uh, Kaleidoscope Trap on that pill. Yep. With that Kaleidoscope Trap on that pill. Cocaine Mummies 1 and 2. You know what it is. And we got some more shit coming at you, and uh, that'll be getting posted pretty soon. All right, y'all. Holla at y'all. This is the Honorable DJ Metal Monkey. And this your girl, Raya X. Bam, 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 bam.